0: Hi, everybody. I hope you are doing well. I want to welcome you to the Heights Baptist Podcast. My name is Lee, and I'm one of the pastors here at Heights, and joined, uh, as always, by my esteemed colleague, co-host, musician extraordinaire, trying to use those fancy words, Matt, uh, Pastor Matt Hogan, who is the pastor of worship and media here at Heights, are you doing okay? I'm doing great. It's you good got to be here. You got another uh, new Love and Lead t-shirt on today? That's right. I'm sporting the black on black. The black on black. Which is my <laughs> my uh, shirt of choice. Right. Well... This
1: was a this was a surprise to no one in the office. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> and we have other colors and combinations. That's true. Uh, I actually ordered 10 today. You, you got 10. All right. Because so. today was
1: our last day for buy one, get one. For right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But people can still buy at the website, heistchurch.org slash register. So... Product placement done. The, this podcast is sponsored by the Heights Baptist t-shirts. That's right. <laughs> so we have been talking, we, we started last week looking at our purposes of our church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we say our mission is to love and to lead all people to a new life with Christ. Uh, but there's four purposes. And so the first purpose, things we do kind of live out, uh, is um, serving you know, right. we want to be a serving church. You want to recap us on that one?
1: Yeah, we basically just talked about the idea that the relationship you have with the church is going to be different than the relation that you have with your gym or with maybe uh, some kind of a business association you have, like maybe the Chamber of Commerce. Like you, you want to be an active participa- participant in the ministry of the church, both yeah. both within the church itself, serving as a part of the ministry of the church, and also the church exists to serve its local community. At Heights, we like to say, we, the, the community does not exist to make our church bigger. We exist to make our community better.
0: Right. Yeah. And so a part of serving and for that to happen is we need to be a sharing church. Right. And that's today's purpose we're going to talk to is not just to be people that know the good news of Jesus but share the good news of Jesus. You know now, uh, some research shows that close to ninety percent of Christians will never share their faith once in their lifetime with someone else personally. Uh, so I know there's, you know, we can we've done this podcast, you know, a, a previous episode on kind of evangelism and broke down all the kind of objections to it. You know, I don't know what to say. I get nervous. What if I say the wrong thing? What if you know they ask me a question? I don't know. I mean. What if I damage a
1: relationship? Right. Or or what if what I have to say hurts a friendship?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so all those objections. And really, we got to push all those objections aside and simply go, Jesus has told us to do this. Right. And as Christians, I think as Christians and churches, this is probably the greatest sin we commit. And this is honestly, as much as we pray for revival and we want to see revival and we want to see change, this, I think, is really why all those things don't happen because we're not sharing the gospel. Right. And the more we share, the more people get saved, the more people that are following Christ, the more obedient they are to Jesus, you'll start seeing some of those cultural changes. You'll start seeing those things that we long for to see in our nation, um, but revival is going to wait if we keep quiet. You know, right. and so we're just going to kind of not address all those objections and we're just going to kind of dive in and say, this is what Jesus has told us to do. <laughs> and so we either obey him or we don't, you know. So what then may be like, uh, you know, a, a resource for somebody if they're saying, I want to learn how to share my faith or I, you know, maybe I know how to do it, but just need a resource. What do you think? Well, one of the
1: one of the resources we use here at Heights a lot is uh, a concept that we call three circles. hmm. You know, and so that's one of the ways, one of the strategies we use to share our faith is to basically talk about the fact that, you know, all of us are dealing with sin and brokenness and then Jesus comes, okay, and he, he provides redemption. The gospel provides life transformation and then we grow, you know, we grow in our relationship with him and then we can kind of circle back around and continue to work on the brokenness that's still in our life. Yeah. Um, And so uh, a great resource you can get is uh, an app called um, Life on Mission. Mm -hmm. And so that's basically a version of three, three circles that you can get on your phone. Right. So if you're talking with a coworker or with a friend or having coffee with somebody, you say, Hey, okay. And you need, you need some cue cards. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. You pull this thing up on your phone. Yeah. I think it even gives you the script. It does. Like you, you literally can read it off the screen <laughs> yeah. if you want to. Yeah. Or you can just sort of say, or can, or you can just say like, get the, with the pictures. Right. You know what I mean, kind of gives you that diagram. Yeah. The idea, the whole idea is that Jesus came into a broken world to provide Uh, redemption and healing and and to provide salvation for all of us.
0: Right. Yeah. So that's a life on mission. You can get it. Google play or in the app store on your iPhone It's through the North American mission board. Like you said, it's an easy app to use. So each time you swipe, it kind of draws the circle for you, the arrows, and it does provide you a script it provides you verses, mm-hmm. you know, and that's one thing, um, whether you have a track, I know some people use tracks or, you know, now our apps on our phone. The last time I did three circles with someone, I pulled it up on my phone. Now I know it and I've, I've been able to kind of, you know, I've, I've done it so many times. I've, I know my little script or I've kind of mesh in some other things, but there were times, even with the app, I would slide and I'd say, hey, let's read this verse right here. Right. And I would show them the verse, you know, like, hey, this is what I'm saying. It's right here. You know, and so those tools are okay. Like to, even if you have a track or that, it's okay to read it or it's okay to show them, here's what it says. You know, you don't, you don't have to feel like you have to memorize all this stuff because you want it to be conversational. Absolutely, you know, yeah. you want to ask questions. Hey, what question do you have and things and so yeah, good.
1: Another another good resource that you could use would be uh, the Romans Road, mm-hmm. which is a collection of four or five passages yep. uh, from the Book of Romans that kind of just outline the basics of the gospel. Right, you know, walk walk you through. You know, this is who Jesus is. This is what Jesus. Is, you know, sin is the problem. Jesus is the answer. This is how you have eternal life. Yeah, you know, and so using four or five passages from Romans. You can walk them through that, and those are kind of short, easy verses. Mm-hmm. That was something that that uh, we did when we were in high school. Was yeah. Memorize the Romans Road. Right. Those are good verses to have to have up here. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. You know, and um, that's, those are just good ways to, to to walk someone through the Scripture quickly. Yeah. You know? w- when you're walking somebody through through what the gospel is, you might not you might not have time to start in Genesis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you might have to sort of kind of hit the
0: highlights. Right. You know,
1: this is who Jesus is. This is what Jesus has done.
0: Yeah. And I think you know, so I I blend Romans Road in Three Circles a little bit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, like there's there's parts where Romans Road slips in and oh oh you know, and, and that's fine. You know, you kind of you find your you find your rhythm on doing things. Um, before you get to your last resource, I want to just kind of hit something you just said there. I think while you're having that conversation, and that's where we need to we need to flip the script here, because a lot of people come into sharing the gospel and they think. I have a presentation I need to give. So they're trying to memorize this presentation Mm -hmm. where it's really a conversation. Right Now in that conversation, I'm sharing good news with you. uh, But what I often do with the person is I ask them their background. Uh Like, hey, did you grow up going to church? If you did, what kind of church? Did you grow up not going to church? And what I'm doing by asking that question and they're telling me how they grew up is I'm I'm then processing their background that might lead them where they are today. You right. know, so obviously, hey, I didn't grow up going to church at all. Uh-huh. All right, maybe I do need to start you in Genesis and God's the Creator yeah, let's and, introduce you, you know, to the God of the Bible. Right. You yeah. know, but all right, maybe I grew up a Mormon or I grew up Catholic or something like that. Oh, okay, well then I can start you somewhere else. You know, so that that's a good kind of easy question. If you're talking with someone and you want to get a conversation about sharing your faith, especially somebody you know, just like, hey, tell me about your childhood. Like, where did you grow up going? Did you grow up going to church at all? And, you know, and that's a good way to get into that conversation.
1: Well, that's such an important word that you bring up, the whole idea of conversation. We talk about this at Heights a lot. This is something that we frequently bring up is the whole idea of having gospel conversations. Yes. One of the reasons I think why evangelism can be scary is because people think they need to have four spiritual laws memorized, right. or they need to have the Romans road memorized, or they need to be able to do three circles from memory. They need to have the script memorized. Yeah. No, no, no. Sharing the gospel with people is about having a conversation with somebody that you can turn towards spiritual matters. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. you, and you've talked about that before, that whole idea of kind of how you can turn a conversation where you, you look for that opportunity in a conversation. Can you t- talk a little bit
0: about that? Yeah, it, it's kind of um, look for the hook <laughs> type thing. <laughs> but there again, that's asking questions mm-hmm. and it's learning to listen uh-huh. to the person. And so there may be something, you know, an easy, I think, turn, pivot, hook, you know, whatever you want to call it, transition is if they're talking about brokenness, you know, like, all right, this is going on in my life. This is hard, you know, well, Hey, listen, I've, and this is the way I've turned it sometimes is I've never exactly gone through that, but I've gone through some hard things too. And can I share with you what helped me, Uh you know? uh, And, you know, just kind of learning to listen for those type things. Um, You know, I, I don't miss every, or I, I don't, take every opportunity. There's ones I miss, you know, yeah. just because I'm human. And I remember, this is years ago, I was in college and I was getting my hair cut by the guy that I'd been getting my hair cut, you know, probably 10 years. And his name was Phil. And I, this one still haunts me. And um, somebody, somebody famous had just died. I don't remember who. But in the course of him talking and cutting my hair, and I really wasn't listening, honestly, he made a comment and he said, I hope when I die one day, I know where I will be. Now, like. There's your moment. There's your moment. There like is. There that's That's a why. You don't get any easier on a transition. But I wasn't ready. I wasn't listening. I missed it. And then he kept on talking and then. When I realized what he said, it was the moment was gone. Yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like the like Holy Spirit had set the table for yeah, me. Yeah, and I, I didn't I didn't show up on time. <laughs> and you know, and I mean I just I felt bad about that. I was like, Oh man. I mean, but like learning just to listen for those things or look for those things. Just yeah. they're there. But sometimes we don't have that spiritual antenna up. So I, I
1: like what you said about kind of sharing kind of sharing your experience. Right. And I think that, that kind of leads into another very valuable tool that we have uh, when it comes to sharing our faith, which is the power of our own story. Yes. What we'll call a testimony. Right. You know, and so your, your testimony, testimony maybe is a word that you don't hear every day. Right. But basically the idea is what was my life before I met Jesus? Yep. How did I meet Jesus? And what has my life been after I met Jesus? Yeah. You know, and that's, there is so much power Mm -hmm. in, in your testimony. You know, one of the things I think about, you know, I've, Um, you know, people with YouTube channels can, you know, argue about, you know, atheism and logical proofs for the existence of God. And uh, you you can get kind of caught up in, in in all of that. It's really hard to argue with somebody's story.
0: Yeah. Let me tell you
1: about what Jesus did for me. Right. You know, one of the things that I thought was so effective, um, I I went with the preteens to camp Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. as one of the counselors. And the first night of camp, um, Caroline just said, okay, all the adults in the room, Introduce yourself and just real quick, tell us your story. Yeah. And so the kids there, you know, and some of them know Jesus and some of them are probably still, you know, still on their spiritual journey. They're in different places in their in their spiritual journey. They got to know, you know, a half a dozen adults all and they just got to know who we were and. What, what our lives were like before we met Jesus, yeah. how we met Jesus, how we've been living that's cool. since we met Jesus. Yeah. And like, this is what the gospel looks like. Right. This is what people who know Jesus look yeah. like. Like yeah. it was a very powerful and effective thing. That's cool. And so it was, it was cool to watch that. Yeah. And it really encouraged me to like, to make sure that that's something that I'm, that I'm comfortable with just sharing my story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and to understand, cause I know some people are already gonna think about this. Well, my story is not exciting it's not cool, you know, because then you'll get that. Well, I got a boring testimony. I grew up in church. I got saved at six. I've always been in church in my life, you know, and and sometimes folks like that will say, well, my testimony is not as cool as this person who was saved out of alcoholism. And, you know, and sometimes we don't, we as churches, we, we put the ex-alcoholic who was saved out of this, you know, awful, awful sin type thing up on stage. But well, we rarely put the person who grew up in church, who was saved at six, who has been faithful.
1: I was going to say, you know? but flip the script on that. Yeah. Because how
0: exciting is it
1: to watch somebody who spent their entire life following Jesus? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know it's not going to, it might not have the wow factor. Right. That, you know, that somebody that's an addict or somebody that's, you know, a convert from another religion yeah. might have. But, but wow, I mean, the, the, the years of faithfully serving. Yeah. You know, and, and. And maybe some of the brokenness that was avoided. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like there yeah. is something yeah. to say for somebody yeah. who, who God got a hold
0: of early. early and by God's and grace didn't, And didn't yeah. have to walk
1: through some of the right. brokenness that, yeah. that, that many yeah. of
0: us uh, yeah. experienced, you know, as, as we come to find Jesus later in life. Right. But the, the real wow factor that we miss in that conversation is the gospel. And that's where I challenge people when they say, well, I just don't have an exciting testimony. It's like, no, no. What part of you passing from spiritual death to spiritual life is not wow <laughs> like, yeah. what, what part of that is boring? There yeah. is no part of that. What Jesus has done has wow, yeah, you and, know and, and,
1: and what part of Jesus going to a cross right. in your place yeah is not is not, yeah. Is not yeah. exciting.
0: Yeah and so and I think that's the thing um, as we want to encourage people to share is the more you share, the more exciting that becomes because what you're doing is if I'm sharing the gospel to you and I'm sharing my story, sharing how Jesus, I'm actually sharing it to myself at the same time, right? I'm rehearsing it. I'm going over it again, you know? And, and so for, for some people, I think Jesus is boring and the gospel is boring to people hmm. because they don't share it. They've gotten over it. Oh, you interesting. know, they, interesting. they've gotten yeah. over the gospel. But the more I sit down with someone and I'm recounting who I was and how Christ saved me and how my life's changed, and that's bringing it all up fresh and anew again and again and again, you know. And so there's that element of, again, I think revival lacks personally, you know, within our churches. Because of that, we've gotten over this amazing news that we were lost and now we're found, you know, and and, you know, so and like a lot of things,
1: something that's very difficult at first will get easier with practice. Right. You know, if you're if you're one of those believers that has not had very many or have never had the opportunity to share your faith. Yeah. Because you're afraid of what to say or you're afraid how somebody's going to respond or you're you're afraid they're going to ask you a question you don't know the answer to. Yeah. You know, and you might be terrified. Right. And you might be terrified because you've never done it before. Yeah. You know, so that's one of those things that you're going to get better with with practice.
0: With practice, yeah. So, the yeah. more you so, do so it. So
1: get out there and yeah, and share your story with yeah. somebody, with, with, with a friend, with a neighbor, with a coworker. Right. You know, and, and maybe maybe it doesn't go great the first time. You know, <laughs> the Holy, it's the Holy Spirit's yeah. job to save. It's your job, your job to to share. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so maybe it doesn't go awesome. Try again. I guarantee it it's going to go. It's going to be easier for you the second and the third and the fifth and the
0: yeah. thousandth time you do yeah. it. Yeah, as someone who's been preaching for 17 years, it does go great a lot of times for me. <laughs> But, I mean, that's the thing. And you mentioned it, it's the work of the Holy Spirit. Right. Because there's been plenty of times I've shared the gospel or I've preached a sermon. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was the worst thing in the world. And then that's the the day like somebody comes up to me or texts me later, emails me. and was like, you don't understand the impact that message had in my life. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, really, were you listening to what I was saying? You know, but that's the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's that's him is you get out there and you share and you trust in him, you know. And and so I kind of like to try to encourage people to say, you know, if you know enough of the gospel to be saved you know enough of the gospel to share that's right you know so i mean it's just that simple message and you are going to get asked questions sometimes you don't know the answers to last time i shared in the in the encounter um i was having uh, the person asked me a question i mean honestly i just i froze i looked at him for a minute and i, I said no one has ever asked me that and I don't have an answer right now. Like, I'd love to get back with you on it. But right now, I'm a deer in headlights. And they were like, really? I was like, uh-huh. So can I, like, keep talking about this over here <laughs> that I know? <laughs> yeah, but don't be afraid of that.
1: No. Because no. There, there, there is an honesty yeah. and, and, a, and a transparency in, and, and a humility yeah. in being able to say, I don't have all the answers. Yeah, I was like, I, I,
0: I did. I was like, Phew. I mean, I was froze. <laughs> yeah. you I, know. S- somebody somebody is going to
1: respect you yeah. when they ask a question and you say, man, I'm going to have to think on that one. Right. Rather than, than trying to pretend like you know yeah. all the answers to yeah.
0: everything. Yeah, but then you turn the conversation and go. Let me get back to you on that let but, me talk about the cross but let me let me talk about what we were talking about and yeah. you know and that was a good question but let me let me come back here so so we've got uh, the life on mission app yep. which is the three circles uh, Romans Road you mentioned four spiritual laws that's been out there for a while still you know it's a way to share the gospel some people may have grown up on that one that's still a good one out there um, there's another one called two ways to live that's pretty easy to learn uh, and then your testimony yeah so, yeah. So, what other kind of piece of encouragement can we, we give folks today, you think, on wanting to just be more sharing? You know? Just
1: be intentional about building relationships with mm-hmm. people that are lost. Yeah. For those of us that are, that are in church, a lot of our closest relationships are with people that are saved. Yeah. What well, you know, some of our, our closest friendships are gonna be people that are in our church, people that are in our life group. Right. And so finding ways to be intentional about building relationships with people, because really the, the relationship is where this is gonna come from. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's gonna be it's gonna be having that conversation with that neighbor or that friend or that coworker or that person that you play kickball with. Yeah. You know, when, when you can have these gospel conversations and, and, but we have to be intentional about this because our natural, our natural tendency (laughs) as believers is going to be to spend time with the people that we love and care about. And those are going to be the people that are in our church. Yeah. Yeah. So just think, think of ways, you know, maybe it's, um, Maybe it's playing in a sports league. Maybe it's just being really intentional about getting to know the names of your neighbors, right. spending time with them in, the, in your yeah. neighborhood, um, or befriending coworkers or fellow students.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's, that's a good word. And it's and family members, yeah, grandkids, sure. kids, you know, aunts, uncles, whoever. Um, you know, th- this always surprises people when I tell them, but I, am, I, I get scared of meeting new people. Like, I'm very extroverted but I am an extrovert that loves a crowd. Right. So give me a crowd and I'm okay. Yeah. But like, tell me to go meet my neighbor who just moved in and I get all weird and like, <laughs> I'm not good at small talk. I mean, like that's hard for me. And so you just have to push through it. And again, rely on the Holy Spirit, you know, and um, it was a neighbor we had in Pennsylvania. Uh, and of course this Texas culture and Pennsylvania culture are totally different, but. I took them pulled pork once a month for a year until I finally got an opportunity to share the gospel with them. And I knew that we were starting to build relationship when one Christmas they brought me Dr. Pepper. (laughs) And then I'm like... I'm in, you know, (laughs) but it was just like constantly showing up. Hey, I just, you know, I just smoked some pork, you know, here you guys go. How are you doing? I mean, like it took a while to break down those barriers, but you know, think about too, where you, um, where maybe you shop, you know, like, uh, we, you know, I take James to Kroger on Sunday or Saturday mornings. Um, there's one cashier that works every Saturday morning. We intentionally go to her line you know, because she knows us now. I've invited her to church some. Um, I'm not going to say her name on the podcast right. in case, you know, but that's that's intentional. I get my uh, hair cut at Great Clips here in Alvin. I mean, we've got folks in our church that cut great hair, but they go to our church, you right. know, and yeah. and and most of them know me in there now and they call me preacher when I walk in and, yep. and one of them is a Christian and she set me up beautifully one time. I sat down and she goes, preacher, what are you going to preach about? And then she just leaned in and she was like, it's okay. So I'm <laughs> looking around, I'm like, all right. So I just kind of went through the sermon while she's cutting my hair and I'm talking loud enough to where nice. <laughs> great clips can, That's you know, time. hear. But I mean, like, I intentionally go to great clips every time to get my hair cut yeah. because I'm, I'm trying to build relationships with those folks and right. and have those opportunities to have the gospel conversation. So just kind of thinking about where you are in life and, finding those moments. So uh, yeah. Good. All right. Well, excellent. So we want to just thank you again for joining us. Uh, next week, we are going to talk about our third purpose, which is connecting. And, and you mentioned connecting, Matt, and that is important. And in the life of a church, building relationships and friendships and how you can have that accountability and Help each other grow in your faith. And so we want to invite you back to that next week as we discuss our third purpose of being a connecting church. We want to also invite you on Sunday morning, if you are in the area, to join us in person at 9 a.m. or 10.30 a.m., If maybe you are out of the area or just not comfortable coming back in person yet, uh, you can join us online on uh, our Facebook page and our Heights YouTube page at 9 a.m. or 1030 a.m. as well. Find out more about our church at our website, heightschurch.org. And uh, until next time, I hope you have a great week. Take the challenge maybe to invite someone to church, have a gospel conversation, and just see how it goes. All right, God bless.